How's it going, listeners? Uh, welcome back to the Trying Podcast. This is episode uh, four, four uh, part two of our last episode, our learning, our edu- uh, where we talk about our education and kind of um, our efforts there. Um, but again, this episode or this uh, podcast is about trying and um, just knowing that you're doing better than you think you are. Um, and we're all in this together. We're all trying together. Uh, I forgot again. Uh, my name is Shadrach Biggs. Uh, I'm here with my co-host Porter Biggs. Hello. And um, just as a heads up for those new listeners out there, our trying podcast, uh, we have a set introduced topic that we're going to discuss today. But after we introduce that topic, it's all free flow, uh, raw conversation thoughts. We don't edit anything. We just uh, talk and converse about that topic and um, go from there. So uh, today we're going to be talking about Porter's journey and his education, um, and uh, I'll chime in here and there, but uh, for the most part, uh, Porter, it's on you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Shadrach. Um, so my education's been pretty good. And uh, tune in for our next episode later. Okay, so, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not one to talk and too much, but um, yeah, so... If you caught Shadrach's episode, part one of this podcast of learning, um, he talked about all of his major changes and how he went through four changes, five separate degrees. I, you know, with the double check the math real quick, Shadrach. It's a uh, four separate degrees. <laughs> Wait, no, yeah, it's five different majors, uh, three. Anyway, go four, check out that yeah. podcast. I don't remember. Um, it's uh, anyway. I have not changed my major at all since the beginning. So I have added a minor, so that's got to count for something. But I am studying biological sciences, and my minor is in business administration. And I added my minor about a year ago. Um, And I had no business classes prior to that. So um, anyway, so I started fresh with that minor. But anyway, I have been fascinated with science, especially biology and chemistry. and just the whole process of science inside and in that realm of biology and chemistry. I just love how things click and make sense and how things function on a cellular level. I love um, microbiology, dealing with bacteria and all this stuff. Um, I won't delve too deep into all that, but I chose biological sciences because I originally I chose it as a pre-med route. Uh, About sophomore year in high school, we, I was in my health class and we briefly reviewed the hearts and I was the only kid in my class at least that just understood the heart. I mean, it, I got it in the first 10 minutes of the lecture and passed the test with 100% accuracy. Um, whereas everyone else was, they were telling me how hard it was and how difficult it was to understand it. And in fairness, it wasn't, I mean, I don't know what they were doing, but it, it wasn't that hard. It wasn't like we went over complex systems of the heart. It was literally just four chambers and what are the names and where's the aorta and stuff like that. So, but anyway, I, that kind of filled my head of like, wow, I thought that was really easy and everyone else thought that was really hard. So I started looking at medicine and the more I looked, the more enthralled I became and I stuck with heart. I wanted to be a cardiothoracic surgeon, a specialty in pediatrics. And I just loved that idea. And, you know, as the years went on, the more enthused I became about it. And like, as, you know, Shadrach talked about in his last podcast, it, he, we did talk a lot about business growing up and all of our aspirations there. And I thought they were great as well. I just didn't 
I didn't look at the path to get there as being very serious because I also wanted a family and I wanted to be able to provide for my family and have like little to no risk. Our father's in, in uh, hospital administration and he has, one of the things he says is, you know, people get sick and so hospitals will always be around, you know, in good times and bad times, hospitals are needed. And so if you work for a hospital, you are going to be needed. So being a doctor, being a heart surgeon, I thought, you know, I'll be needed. And if I'm good at my job, I won't ever have to worry about job security. I'll have it. And and as well, the funds, I wasn't really in, into the funds. I mean, yes, that is a part. And But to me, in my head, I looked at how much I would make would counteract how much I would get in debt from school. And so I thought, okay, it balances out and I'll be good. And we'll live a happy life and we'll be able to take a vacation here and there and be okay. So that's how I looked at being a heart surgeon, and I did for, you know, eight years and wanted to be that. Um, and in fairness, there's still a special place in my heart for, for that, and, and I would love to do it. In fact, my other brother, our other brother, Albert, he's looking at becoming a cardiothoracic surgeon, and he's just starting. He hasn't started any college. And so we've already had a few good conversations about that and how exciting that, that truly can be. Of course, there are all the downfalls, and I'm sure everyone listening can start talking about, you know, what about school and what about this and all the hours you spend at work. And, and of course, those are valid arguments. But for me, there was just something real about, I don't know, just a real connection about being a doctor and connecting with my patients and helping my patients, um, especially in pediatrics. I love that idea of helping a child regain their life um, and live a long, happy life, uh, being able to help them get moving again. So anyway, um, I chose biological sciences to start that route as pre-med almost. And I got jobs. Uh, my schooling route has taken a lot longer than Sharrick's here in, in just a few ways. Um, I got married really young, and we had a daughter shortly after that. And, and my time has been pretty split, so I've been working full-time, trying to go to school here and there. My wife was full-time school and we were doing the best we could and then uh, when my wife finished school I started to go back bit by bit but I also loved my job I was a surgical coordinator at an ophthalmology practice and I love eyes ophthalmology is kind of like a second in my heart for medicine with my heart being <laughs> with hearts being uh, the first but anyway we, I was working there and just loving it. I loved what I did, and I loved helping our patients regain their sight. Um, truly a special experience, having a patient come in and being scared and of not knowing what to do. Their vision was once good, and now they're freaking out because it is not good. And why is it happening? And sometimes it was as simple as putting some glasses on, and other times it was a little more complex, like cataract surgery. Um, which truly isn't that complex, but then it got to uh, even more dangerous situations like retinal detachments and scarier things, retinal problems that some of our patients weren't able to recover from, unfortunately. And, uh, but anyway, I was able to be by those patients' sides as they went through all that, and that was something really special. So I loved that, and I got distracted by that, in fairness. I stopped going to school. I took a couple semesters off and really focused on that and was full-time overtime at that position and really did well there for several years. Um, anyway, this year recently, I just, uh, actually, I'm sorry, last year, I got the calling to just go back to school. I wanted to finish school. 
And so I did. I went back, and in the meantime, uh, Rack- Shadrach and I were talking about businesses again, and this is before he made his transfer over to marketing. And I just got on a high of talking about businesses again, and I, it's always been part of our conversations, but something was different about this time. It just felt like this is amazing. This is something I really want to do. And it also coupled well with uh, my mentor, uh, the doctor I worked with at this practice. He was a phenomenal doctor, and but we had some good conversations about medicine versus business. And he really opened my eyes up to other opportunities, and it was great. Um, so I opened my eyes to this business opportunity, or this business potential route, and that's when I decided to get a business administration minor because I was almost already done with biological sciences. Plus, I love biology and chemistry and still do, and I'm and majoring in that. And I see that as a strength. If I am to go the business route to go to graduate programs and master programs, I see uh, biological sciences as being a real strength in my repertoire, in my arsenal. But, excuse me. So, anyway, uh, that's where I'm at right now is debating between medicine and business school. However, business school is definitely on top because weighing all the pros and cons and the biggest one, the biggest factor being time with my family. My wife and I are expecting our second child, um, a little boy coming in later this spring. And we're over the moon ecstatic, but I also want to be around. I want to be with my family and medicine is definitely a challenge for that. Not impossible, but a challenge. So. Anyway, so I'm looking a lot at businesses, and I get really excited about that, about all the potential businesses that we can run. And in fact, that's going to be one of our podcasts later on is uh, talking about the businesses that we want to run sometime. But back to school, I've been going to school now for several years, and I bounced around. So I guess that's a good point. I, this is where Shadrach and I differ a little. Shadrach's changed his major several times. I have changed my school several times. So I started up at BYU-Idaho, Brigham Young University-Idaho. I registered there, I signed up for classes, and then we got pregnant and we moved back home. Uh, So I didn't actually take any courses there, but I still count it. And then I started in Nebraska, that was my wife's home, and started at a little community college, took about a year's worth of work, uh, of school, and it was essentially just a waste. Uh, I mean, I was not serious. I was still focused on work and family and I was still just a kid. I mean, I think I was 20 or 21 or something. I don't even think I was 21. I was 20. I was 20. And it was just, uh, I really didn't do much with it. And so all those classes sit on my, uh, on my, what's it called? Report card, my transcript. Transcript. Thanks. (laughs) Um, they just sit on there as like, I don't know, little blimps, little black dots that I don't like, and they're not counting towards anything towards my degree. So anyway, I went there for a year and started to get the college feel. And then I we moved back to Colorado, uh, which is truly home for us. And I started attending a community college there. And that's where I really hit my stride. I loved it. And I, I was taking the courses I wanted to. The, granted, they were just the beginner biology, chemistry courses, but I loved it. And I was really thriving. That's where I started doing well. And that's where I started seeing the grades I wanted to see. Um, And then I got serious and realized that if I wanted to go to med school, this was my reasoning at the time, if I wanted to go to med school, they needed to see that I attended a university and not just a community college. 
So I stopped after a year and a half there and went to Grand Junction to Colorado Mesa University and been there since and had to backtrack a little bit because some of the credits didn't transfer. So my graduation is, I think, in a year, I think, ish, give or take. Um, but it's also I, I can see how much more I'm learning and how much more is available to me at this bigger university. But it's still considered a small university. Um, but anyway, it's been great, and I love it. Uh, I've been doing biology, uh, plant biology right now, or last semester, and chemistry, again, being a lot of fun. So anyway, that's where I thrive. In business administration, I've been taking a few courses in management and marketing even. Um, actually, marketing is this semester, but anyway, accounting, things like that. And yeah, it's just every time I go to class, I'm so excited to learn. And that's something I've realized is that I love learning. And so when things got tough and I wasn't able to do that and when I got distracted with work or I took several semesters off, it's always in the back of my head that I miss learning and I miss being at school. So that's where I'm at right now, going to school full time and over time. And thankfully, my wife and I have uh, we've been planning on this for a while. So we have enough funds to, to do that and also enough banks We've convinced enough banks to give us money to do that. <laughs> and so that's where I'm at, uh, just going to school full time because I love it and I want to better my life uh, for me and my family, my family and I, to do the things we want to do. And something that's important to me, you know, there's that super cliche that I'll, I'll say the cliche and then I'll talk a little bit about it. The cliche is find something you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. And I think that's really an incomplete picture because um, obviously every position has stresses and, and downfalls. I do believe it's important to find something that you truly love and love doing. But I've realized and in our conversations, Shattuck and I's conversations, I love to do a lot of things. Like I, I can see my route in so many different directions and I feel like I would get bogged down if I just stayed in that same direction for 35, 40 years and then retired. Um, so I know now that I really want to pursue business, but also a variety of businesses and keep going and keep going. And so right now my plan is to just stay in school and get my master's in business administration and keep pursuing business and start businesses. And, and we're, I'm, I'm trying to keep it very vague right now because that is the topic we believe of another podcast are the potential businesses that we want to open and run. So we'll talk, stay tuned and we'll talk about that in another podcast. But anyway, um, I love school. That's where I'm at. I love learning. And what I was saying, I remember now, what I was saying before is that despite all the difficulties that I faced, despite it being so hard sometimes, I kept trying, I kept going because one, I love to learn. And two, I remembered what I wanted to do. I remembered I want to be there for my family and I wanted to provide for them financially and also to encourage their dreams and pursuits. And it's not just my children, it's my wife as well. It's our friends that we've incorporated into our family. It's loved ones and it's brothers and sisters and siblings, um, that's the same thing, <laughs> and cousins and aunts and uncles, everybody, anybody that you incorporate into your family. I just felt like I want to be there to help support them. And it doesn't mean I need to be a billionaire and, and fund all of their dreams financially, but just be there as an emotional support. And also, 
to get them excited. You know, I get excited about it. I was talking to my brother Albert about his medicine pursuits right now, and I was able to really connect with him and really want to see him accomplish those dreams. I've spoken with other family members about their dreams and and friends as well, and just seeing how they light up when someone else lights up equally with them to see and ask more questions about what they truly want to be doing and then help them. I helped a, a friend of mine you know, start his, his coffee company and really get it going and, and really get excited about it. And so it's just, to me, that's where I get off on. I really just want to see other people get moving and, and start pursuing their dreams. And it doesn't mean I need to fund them. It doesn't need to mean I need to be an investor or millionaire, just be there for them and talk to them. And so that's what's been fueling me is I need to get through school so I can say, hey, this is the route I went through and this is what I'm doing with it. And how can we help you do that? So speaking on that route, I know I haven't chimed in very much at all during this, but you haven't um, chimed in for 16 minutes. I just want to be okay, a point. Yeah, whatever. But uh, <laughs> 17 now. But um, no, I just wanted to ask, like, um, how or what kind of advice or I don't know, what do you think our listeners, listener, <laughs> however many there are, um, what do you think that they can take away from this um, for those who are like on the same or a similar or even a different unconventional education route yeah. um, because although you kept the same major like you mentioned you did jump around schools and you took time off in between like mm -hmm. what kind of how would you recommend or like what tips or points of advice could you give to those who are doing something that is unconventional in their education um, to like help them keep going yeah you know it's just about what you want to do it doesn't have to be a four degree or sorry four year degree it just has to be something you want to do um, since we are talking about education, I'll focus on that S for some people real quick. Some people, you know, education or continuing education isn't the best route. They want to start working or they want to start this position and it doesn't require a degree. And I say go for it. Um, or maybe it requires a 10 month certificate and you go for it. And that's your dream. I think that's marvelous. In fact, I want to hear more about that. And let's talk more about that. So from my experience, what I would hope people get from it is that I'm still trying. I'm still just going because even though I took months off and I actually found a position at this uh, medical practice that I didn't need a degree, I didn't need a certification even, just being a manager or surgical coordinator, it was mostly, I mean, 99% on the job experience and learning. And that's, and I was happy there. I loved being there and I loved what I did. And it could be a very good career. You could keep building in that company and become a manager or a, you know, an administrator there and just have a good life. And again, it's not millions and millions of dollars, but it's a good life and you can have a family. And so I got really distracted by that. And when I say distracted, it's not a bad thing because I wasn't doing something bad with my life, but I wasn't doing something I wanted to truly be doing. And that's the difference. And so I, I would encourage listeners and anybody to look at their life and say, what do I truly want to be doing? And if, and then once you determine that, and it doesn't have to be a singular thing, it can be multiple things. But once you figure out some of those things or what you truly want to be doing, then you figure out how can I get there? If I truly want to be baking cookies for a living, which I do, how can I get there? How can I make that my career? How can I truly do that? And then you backtrack and you figure out, okay, where am I am? Where am I in my education? Or if I want to bake cookies, do I even need a degree? Probably not. Not all the time. Do I run? Do I want to run a cookie business? 
a degree might help as far as providing you a little bit of extra knowledge. If you want to bake, maybe you go and get a job with a baker. And so it's it, when, from my experience, I've just been able to say, this is what I truly want to be doing, and I'm not there, so how can I get there? And that's what I would encourage people who listen to me, who want to talk to me. That's what I would encourage is find out what you truly want to be doing and then figure out how to get there. And sometimes it's five years, sometimes it's five minutes to get there. So just pursue it and don't stop because that's what you truly want. But with your you changing degrees, with me changing, you know, what I want to be from a doctor to business, you know, it's allowed to change as you're pursuing it. It's allowed to change. You might say, you know what, I've actually changed my mind and now I want to pursue that. Great. Now, how do I get back to there? Or how do I take a left turn and go that way or a right turn that way? And so it's just about following your dreams and following your passions. And that that is part of human happiness. That's part of how we live and how we can truly enjoy life is by doing the things we truly want to do. Awesome advice. I think uh, that'll wrap up our episode today. Thank you uh, all for listening. Uh, If you made it this far, great. Um, Look forward to our future episodes where we talk about kind of the businesses that we want to run and our future endeavors and just kind of our goals in life. And um, you already got a little bit of sneak peek there when Porter mentioned his cookie company, but uh, we'll uh, save the details uh, for next time. So thanks again for chiming in and uh, stay tuned for the next one. Awesome. Thank you.